This episode was brought to you by Celebrations, Celebrations at Carlisle. Carlisle. One of Australia's leading craft beer bottle shops. Retailers, retailers. Retailers, craft. They do craft. Um, lots of it. Stuff you can't get anywhere in Oz. Where can you get it? Celebrations at Carlisle. Ah! Oh! They've also got beer sticks. I buy them all the time. Now, if you mention our name, you'll get 15% off a mixed six-pack. How sweet! That's Beer Sucks, 15% off. Craft. Mixed six-pack. Number two, Wright Street. Celebrations at Carlisle. They've also got takeaway pint bottles from their 11 time. When can I talk? Shut up. No. Ride the doggo! Oh, you can see his straps, but you know he's clean! Oh, don't you see what I mean? Gotta get a can. Ace is pale. Rocky Ridge Brewing Company. There's the one that's clean. It's not sour buffalo. <laughs> it's a pale little maid with Flinders named after Doggo. <laughs> <laughs> guys and welcome back to another episode of Beer Sucks. Uh, today it's kind of two and a half men because I'm here, Tim's here. And the stiffest man in craft beer is sitting next to you sadly at the moment. I wish it was good stiff but it's not good stiff. <laughs> yeah you're looking a little bit broken man, what's going on? Uh, I am feeling like the oldest man in Australia at the moment. I got up out of bed feeling great and fine this morning, went for a cheeky wee and then went to jump back into bed and have apparently compressed two vertebrae in my neck. Like how it was a cheeky wee. Couldn't have just been a normal one. It was just like, no, no, just do this behind everyone's back. Just a little cheeky little wee. No, just a cheeky little wee It's wee. not a cheeky wee. That's a, a cheeky wee is when you wee with the door open and you look out the door waiting to make eye contact with someone as you're weeing. Well, um, okay. Cheeky wee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even laugh because it fucking hurts. Oh, man. Oh, um, God. Uh, what was it? Oh, I've lost my train of thought by that cheeky <laughs> wee and then you gave me eye contact mate it's the only reason it's because you're sitting there and you're actually imagining me doing a wee it's oh. a bit weird isn't it now nah. we're going too far nah it was mainly just you giving me eye contact yeah it's fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man God. what's been going on other than uh, old crook neck over here uh, a lot of beers. There's been some really good beers coming out lately, which is fantastic. We haven't met up for fucking ages. It's been way too long. I know. Fuck you guys. Well, I'm, I, I mean, the breaks. The breaks been nice. Brendan and I have met up. Yeah, a obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's little old me standing in my little old shop, getting going, old fucking stiff neck, just waiting for everyone to come in. Where is everyone? <laughs> yeah, we're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's that's not true. You've been really busy. We we actually in the interim we've done Old Faithful event. That was a brilliant night. Sour Sirens. Oh. Sour Sirens was actually fantastic. Uh, one of my favourite beer events that I've been to. Not just in Perth, but uh, anywhere. To yeah. be honest. General. Sixty-five bucks, and there was entertainment in the way of cabaret, and yep. also you know um, burlesque. You got your um, you got your junk out, didn't you? I certainly got my hams out after much cajoling all night. Uh, I don't oh, think it took uh, that much. Yeah, no, in, I'd in say fa- a little. Someone just said, "Hey, Lesky, come with me," and you're like, "Okay, what are we doing? Put this dress on." And you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I'm I'm too sore to retort at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell you what, as Brendan was saying, it really was one of the best events I've actually been to. Like, so much fun. Food was great. A bit sloppy. I wore peanut butter all night. Oh, man. Yeah, but the peanut butter came from a peanut butter and... Jelly cheeseburger. Oh, which was sensational. I'd wear that for that burger. In fact, I think (laughs) half the people did. And it was fucking ridiculous. You know, four pours of beer. You had a welcome beer, four beers, and four paired foods. Like, it was just... It was ridiculous. Old Faithful, you knocked that out of the park and you've set the bar very high for competing events. And for yourselves, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but I think they're going to live up to it, which is sick. So it's really cool. 
Following on from there, that was on Thursday. Yeah. Tuesday, it sees you featured in an event, didn't it? Yes. Uh, I was a part of an event with the crew over at Baby Mammoth. And we had, um, which was, it was oh, a, what was it called? Five f- Elements. Five Elements. I'm forgetting my own shit. So it was a, yeah, it was a joke on me looking like Gary Oldman. Not Gary and, Coleman. Yeah. Which you found I, out. I can't, I still can't <laughs> believe that I rocked up to you and you're like, I don't, I don't understand why all these people are calling you Gary Oldman. And you're like, what are you talking about, Willis? At, at that moment, my mind <laughs> fucking collapsed. I'm like, how can you be that dumb? I don't look like a four foot eleven black actor. <laughs> to be fair, though, you both um, oh, there's some personality similarities. I think what? Yeah, the face, just, the faces, the faces. You both got you're both fun. In we're small not packages. that tall, but we seem larger than life. <laughs> <laughs> He's also dead. Well, wow. and with how sore you are, well, yeah. um, oh, I'm, I'm halfway there. I actually had you. <laughs> Rick Mortis has got me in. I had you put down on the on the episode prologue as Lesky equal dead. But wow, you've risen, you've risen because you weren't actually going to make this. Podcast. I am. I am technically Jesus on day two right now. Is that right? You just push the rock out and I roll on out and I'm like, surprise, I'm not dead. I think that was on day three, <laughs> three days. Oh, really? Three days risen. Oh, that's well, one of them. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. No, that's uh, fine. But Baby Mammoth put on a really good spread, man. That is some of the best food. And every time they have an event, their food is just absolutely fucking next level. Oh, yeah. Like the, 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 like the pairings were fantastic. The food was amazing. And the one thing that really got me was uh, Ryan from Baby Mammoth kept saying how he just really wanted to focus more on desserts this year because he thought he was lacking in that. And he came out and finished up with a fucking edible terrarium. And it was just, oh, it was mind-blowing. Yeah, I really should have been there because it looked good. There was a licorice baked bread, which was like... With cured salmon, it was pickled celery yak, and and orange 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 little roe that he made. It, It was like... That sounds out there. And that's paired with uh, Larsen so Citre Sour. It was good. so tasty. Good beer too. Anyway, mm. it was really fucking good. Um, so I've been pretty much doing the exact same stuff that you've been doing. My wife's been away for uh, nine days. Well, technically not, Tim, because I haven't spent every single day, most days. Some of the days. Some of the days, <laughs> staying up until two. <laughs> oh, my God. Drinking copious amounts of beer and playing mobile PUBG. Which is a sick game, though, to be fair. I, look, I'm i not going down that rabbit hole because as a kid, I put in like 500 hours into Pokemon. I know that this would encapsulate my life. Yeah, it absolutely will. That's only 50 days. Yeah. 10 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I can, I can safely say I have no self-control. And, you know, day one Angie left, I got drunk alone until 2 a.m. doing... Nothing. There is absolutely nothing sad about that at all. Oh, perspective is a hell of a thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, pardon me. Uh, Tim's actually going for a cheeky wee right now by the sounds of things. Well, making eye contact with all of us. Yeah, great. Yeah, sorry. Uh, guys, <laughs> we've actually got some pretty, pretty big news. Well, let's get into beer shit. Beer shit. Man, look, we're, we're going to keep this short and sweet today. We're only going to cover one topic, but it is a pretty big one. There's nothing sweet about it, to be honest. Oh, no, they're It's not. all pretty fucking sour. It, it is crazy. Um, look, Knee Deep are being sued by Sony for trademark infringements for their Breaking Bud beer. Uh, I think a lot of us have known this day was coming in some regard. The label is very clearly a rip-off of Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Mm. Um, but we all thought they'd just get a cease and desist, which hasn't happened. Um, no, they actually got given, what, props by Sony back in the day. Was that correct? Yeah, well, th- this has all this come out allegedly, after. Allegedly, allegedly. And, and yeah, we I guess we haven't seen any proof of it, but we also mm. don't have any reason not to believe them. Um, instead of filing for a cease and desist, Sony have uh, sought damages um, they want to seek damages for three times the amount of the profit they've ever made on that Breaking Bud beer. 
uh, they also want. Whoa. Yeah. So they've they've requested all their financial statements to go through it and make sure that the value they tell them is also actually correct. Holy shit. Uh, then they basically also want all the merch and everything um, destroyed. And I've got a Breaking Bad Tin Tacker sign at home. So fuck you, Sony. You're not getting that. You've got a what? You know the tin tacker signs, the tin signs. Tin signs, tin. Tin signs. What's yeah. a tin tacker? I don't well, know. That's just it, what they're called. You tack it to a wall. <clears throat> anyway, oh. uh, so they're wanting all of the merch destroyed, which I, I, is understandable, I guess, if they feel like they've had their intellectual property infringed on. Uh, but they're also seeking damages for basically what I think uh, amounts to a dilution of their brand value, and they're also seeking punitive damages to. Uh, basically make sure that this doesn't happen again, essentially. Now, I think we've found in craft beer in general, there's always this grey area of what's a pun or what's a blatant rip-off of IP, right? Mm. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's uh, ABC did it with Feral, uh, what, three or four years ago with the Imperial Pilsner, and it really had a stormtrooper on the front, and it was called Imperial Pilsner. And it was just... Blew my mind that this had been distributed nationally, and uh, and nothing really got said about it. So I mean, Breaking Bad is Breaking Bud. Apologies, has been around since two thousand fifteen. Uh, a while. I, I don't remember the exact date, but it's been around for a few years now. So I guess they've got a fairly large case there to be built against them. I guess if it was just restricted to a certain state in the US. Well, um, and. And look, I think this is where the problem comes in, as Lesky was saying. It turns out the uh, owner, I believe, of Knee Deep has said back when they first released it, they were in touch with the Sony guys. The Sony uh, execs actually reached out to them and said how stoked they were that they loved Breaking Bad enough to do this. We're not actually sure whether or not it's actually execs because I've heard on one side of the story it's execs and the other it was the Sony rep. So, Which is quite different, it's unfortunately. It's massively different, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like... <clears throat> Either, either way, but they were also looking at um, forming some kind of partnership, allegedly. Uh, and if they were looking at that, that I mean, that kind of suggests to me they were dealing with people higher up than just a fucking rep who's mm. out on the road. Uh, but either way, it seems like Knee Deep thought they were operating um, under good intentions. And Sony have turned around and slapped them with a massive fuck you. Well, it's, it's really tough in this sort of situation, you know. If you're going out and you're just, like, ripping something off, like the way that we... Uh, skirt around some sort of ads by ripping a whole lot of shit off. That's technically <laughs> satire, you know. Like well, these guys are going out and they're they're marketing this as a piss take on Breaking Bad whilst making money out of it. So I think that sort of goes across that line of satire, does I, it not? I, I think so. To be honest, I mean, you look at the. Not that I in any way, shape, or form want to see Knee Deep shut no. down, but if you have a look at it, people would buy this specifically based on the fact that it's called Breaking Bud. And the picture completely details uh, the front picture of Breaking Bad. People would be buying this based purely on the fact that it's a reference to Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I think that that's where the, the biggest line that, you know, gets crossed from, from a, a pun or, or satire to going into well, I mean, intellectual property ripoff. Well, at the moment, we've got multiple beers coming out for May the 4th. Um, there's, there's all sorts we've had. Uh, other Star Wars related beers across the years. Oh, that's, that's a big where one. Does it, where is, does it stop? I mean, like, if anyone's going to come out after anyone, it's <laughs> fucking Disney. It's Disney. What is the big obsession with Star Wars? And, uh, oh, look, and they're, play, they're playing to their crowd. They know their demographic. It's just <laughs> complete. You got a neck beard? Yeah. You yeah. got a neck beard, you're going to buy my beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Yoda. Uh, and look, I, I know in the US they actually do have a, a parody law of fair use law which um, allows people to use copyrighted material I don't know how that involves when you're making a, a profit off it for a sustained period of time um, because I know it is for a limited time and for a transformative purpose you're so allowed. to criticize or to do a parody of and I think that's how scary movie was able to use things um, out of like scream and all the horror movies for example which was clearly you know a rip-off of those movies but because they were doing it as a parody um, they can use that fair use or parody law. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out anyway. I think, unfortunately, Sony have probably got a pretty big argument. Um, just the cooler thing would have been to uh, to Not give them a, a cease and, and desist. And, you know, Sony have got a, a bit of a track record of doing this, and this is why all the hackers don't like them. 
um, because oh, of the, they've gone after um, a couple of the hackers in the past for modding um, the PlayStation 3 uh, when people used to um, burn CDs all the time back when we were in about year eight. It was probably quite happening a lot. Yeah, but these motherfuckers also installed DRM into all of their like CDs or whatnot. Yeah. And which logged itself into your PC and pretty much has just given them fucking carte blanche over your shit. Well, it, it not right? only did that, it made your PC more open to uh, attacks as well. So, you know, it's not like they've been perfect. So, I don't know, Sony, do the cool thing and just fucking give them a cease and desist. Yeah, don't try and shut them down and make fuckloads more money. Yeah. I think you're doing okay. And they do do some fucking good beers, man. And that Breaking Bud is a really good beer. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame. Yep. Anyway, that's Watch our that beer space. shit. Yep. In the meantime, if anyone from Sony is listening, please sell back the rights to, to X-Men because the only thing you've done good <laughs> is fucking Logan. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. moving on. Uh, good beer week. <laughs> Good beer week. Oh Holy God. shit. We're pretty excited. I'm we're, I'm trying to be excited right now. We're just three guys from a small sleepy town of Perth just ready to get real weird. Just boys being boys, really. Uh yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, after last year's effort, um I'm definitely going to be trying to take things a little a little smoother. Um yeah, same. Yeah, mm. I mean, the, the the intent's always there. Reality yeah. is a completely different thing. I, I remember seeing a uh, a picture of you being... Um, a piece of shit, pretty, is that right? Pretty much naked in front of a tag of piece of shit billboard. I don't know if it was a billboard. No, it was it a piece of graph, piece of yep. street graph. Oh, it's, it's quite funny. It was amazing. It was one of my favourite <laughs> pictures ever. Same, I've, I've saved that. That is <laughs> safe. So for those who don't know, Gid, good be, Gid be week. Uh, good Beer Week is basically, uh, what, 10 days of brilliance. So it started in 2011, so this is actually its eighth year, which I actually thought had been running for a decade at least. But uh, it's now uh, Australia's premier Beer Week event. With it is shared the Abers. So Good Beer Week runs for those 10 days. And within those 10 days, you've got a number of beer events. You've got the Abers, which is the Australian Australian International Beer Awards. So um, that's held on Thursday. And then you've also got the Great Australasian Beer Spectacular. So this is, this year, there's 170 taps of some mental fucking shit um, and we'll we'll touch on that, but we will be going to three paid events. There's also some trade hub stuff for for nerds like me who want to get in and around more efficient ways in doing business in the beer industry, and that's sponsored by Cry Malt. Um, but we will be going to on Friday Hair of the Dog. So the Aber Awards they're on Thursday night. It can get a little bit loose at just the Aber Awards because it's a sit down black tie esque dinner. Yeah, unless you're Brendan last year, in which case you uh, don't have a black tie-esque. Yeah, I'd like to thank the suit rental company I got my <laughs> suit from for that, you fucking peanuts. <laughs> anyway. is, it, is it actually black tie? It's, oh. I think, formal, formal. slash semi-formal. Yeah. They're, they're, they've allowed semi-formal. I think they had the awards and people were like, man, us brewers never actually really get dressed up. Or people in the beer industry, how about we have one formal event? Yeah, so this is... This is that that one formal event. So basically, it is also the most prestigious awards that I think we have in Australia. Absolutely. The Night of Nights. It is the Night of Nights. That made no sense. It was meant to be like an Emmy It really thing. isn't. No. We're going to edit that out afterwards. No, just keep going, please. <laughs> let's, let's, let's forget that ever happened. Um, so that finishes up, you know, about... 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and then there's an after party. Now, this after party is... It's pretty loose. Pretty loose. Uh, I think I got home at 5 a.m. That's because you found a a guy asleep in your lobby that you didn't know, and you woke him up and you went out. Completely different night, yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Completely different night. You're Um, an interesting cat. And then the next day, then as well, I had uh, Hair of the Dog, which starts at 10.30. It's like a brunch time thing, uh, 95 bucks. It's an event that... (laughs) I really look forward to because also later on in that day, you've got the opening sessions of Gab. So 
This year they've got uh, beer showcase from Omnipolo, Bridge Road, and Boat Rocker. All things funky and sour, which will be probably pretty good to, uh, you know, prepare our palate or clear the shit that we've had from the from the night previously or the morning. Probably both. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, all three of us are going to that together. So Friday is going to... Yeah. Let's just write that one off now. Uh, where is it? Uh, it's at Beer Deluxe. Sick. Which is obviously... Well, not obviously. If you've never been to, to Melbourne before, Beer Deluxe is a very well-known... Um, Bar right in the middle of um, that square, Fed, Fed Square. square. Yeah. It's also <laughs> all over it. Also, one of the uh, could be a week hub spots, I believe. Yep, yep. And yeah. uh, one of the few places you can find Carlton Draft unfiltered in a tank. Huh? Oh, fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. But it's also one of the places that will actually sell you two cans of Speedway Stout at 2.30 in the morning, as I found out on my receipt from last year. And Ooh. you can do takeaway beer sales there. Yeah. It, it's a good spot, man. When we went there to the after party after the Abers last year, I rocked up, saw they had Ramjet on tap. And I was like, oh, I'm like, can I just have the biggest glass of Ramjet that you'll give me? They're like, so you want a schooner? I'm like, absolutely. And that's where I started to get a little bit hazy. But great bar, some fucking fantastic beers. Started to? Oh, well, we were on our way, but I mean, that definitely cemented it. I was going to (laughs) say, that was it. And then nothing is remembered. Uh, And yeah, good night anyway. Really good night. Mm, So... Yeah. Uh, the next event that we have coming up is the following day at Carwin Cellars. There's going to be some dumb shit here. They're very vague about what's going to be on offer. But. But. In my tin hat theoried world, I'd say if anyone is wondering what's going to be on there, just to have a look at Hawker's blog and see what they're doing over at CBC at the moment and the places they've been because I have a fair idea things like that might be coming over. I was reading that blog this morning and holy fucking shit. They're putting, in the, they're putting in the miles in a very short amount of time. Mick and Justin are oh fucking covering the US. Just getting it oh. done. Real good? Oh, yeah. Sorry, my neck just spasmed. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think you've, uh, you've dropped one of your shoulders. Oh, mate. Yeah, it feels like something's dropped. <laughs> uh, but Garage Project versus uh, USA and Friends. Um, so, obviously going to be some mental uh, Garage Project stuff. Uh, carbon sellers have 18 taps out in the back. Yeah, I think it's 18. It's around that anyway. Uh, there's apparently so much stuff there that they don't have the tap space. Yeah, so apparently it's going to be a good kick on after the event, so... I mean, if you don't have tickets to the event, because it has been sold out for quite a while now, um, perhaps make your way on down afterwards. I know us three will be uh, hanging around for a little while. Form a quiet line and just wait to get in afterwards because it is going to be absolutely (laughs) cracking. I'm pretty sure we're going to be trying to drag ourselves along to Moondog afterwards for the karaoke night because that last year was one of the loosest events I've been to in the beer week at all. Which says a lot. (laughs) <laughs> it does say a lot Like those guys know how to party Oh man There ain't no party They like were the moon sweatiest party. fucking dudes in <laughs> Melbourne And it was incredible uh, It was a good night That was a really cool night uh, And then final event for us That's a paid event Is of course palate cleansers Now if you've ever been to A palate cleanser event in Perth That event has stemmed from The Melbourne event uh, 90 bucks the downside is is that you have to travel to Brayside, which isn't necessarily a downside, but if you don't have a car or transport... It's technically going from like Perth to Rockingham via Uber. So it's oh. like $100. But the cool thing is we've turned it into an upside. So out of the 30 tickets that get sold, there's at least 23 people from Perth going, which is fucking sick, man. Respect to the Perth crew. And, uh, and our mate Reevesy has hired a bus. So look... <laughs> It's great for <laughs> WA, but I really feel sorry for the guys of Melbourne who are expecting this, you know, just just a bunch of really, really happy beer people coming over and having a real good time, and they're going to get twenty, probably 20 out of the 23 people will be absolute shitlords. Well, I know a lot of us have already started talking about which barley wines we want to drink on the bus on the way to the event, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's uh, going to be so Lex rough. And Boat Rocket Crew. Yeah. Um, 
look, I mean, you guys prepared yourself for this. So. Exactly. Look, it's a it's a great <laughs> event. I mean, last year I was one of the most hungover men there, and the first dish they brought out was uh, pambula oysters, and my body pretty much turned inside out, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Turns out I was actually <laughs> sitting next to the people from Pambula Oyster Co. They're like, "What's wrong? Don't you like oysters?" <laughs> I just turned white. It was horrible. Did you vom? No. I mean, I was just like a shaking mess. It's not the ideal hungover food. No. Uh, no. What's wrong? Oh, I don't know. I've just been drinking like fucking ten liters of twenty percent <laughs> beer for the last five days. My body's shutting down, and you're giving me fucking oysters. That's probably what's wrong. <laughs> Could be it. Delicious though. But ninety buck event, uh, and again sold out. It uh, it's always one that's marked on people's calendars, and I think it's going to be a terrific event. Uh, it's sick, man. I don't know how quickly it sold out this year, uh, but I know us three, um, as as well as everyone else that got tickets, obviously, were pretty much waiting for it to go online. Oh, it was six forty-five a.m. on the toilet booking tickets to Palate Cleanser. <laughs> I wasn't missing out on that again. Uh, and it just sold out. So I'm really looking forward to that one. So good beer week event. There's a whole bunch of other free stuff that you can do. There's Pine of Origin. Um, I think there's Yeah, 11. hosted by Crafty Pine. They're, they are going to be sensational. So for the week, uh, Carwin's hosting the USA Pine of Origin, which will obviously be amazing. So, uh, And they're all free events as well, which is really sick. So you don't need to spend heaps of money to go and do cool shit because all the Pine of Origins are free. And there's a bunch of events that are under 50 bucks uh, and which gets you a little bit more in Melbourne than it does in Perth. So uh, some really, really good value events uh, at Good Beer Week. So don't just stick stick your nose up at what we're going to. There's a whole bunch of really good stuff. um, And there's, as I said, there's a whole bunch of also free stuff where you can meet the brewers and you'll get like a free beer or two and uh, just chat some Exactly. So if Brewers and Chewers hasn't sold out, that's definitely one to try and get in on. I'm going. You, you guys should be coming. Yeah, I'm going. It's the Wednesday night? No, I think I'm going to have just a nice bowl of ramen and do absolutely fuck all because the next day is going to be absolutely yeah, we horrendous. Might, we might book a podcast in. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah. Except, you. except I'll be where all the brewers are, so... That's all right. I'll transcribe it with a pen. <laughs> going we'll old school. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, guys, we'll be back after a message from one of our sponsors. Sponsored content! Hey, Brendan, did you know the Dutch Trading Co. has been voted by Beer and Brewers magazine number one in WA for a craft beer venue and second nationally? I didn't. How did they win that? I have no idea, because they're heaps tops. Do you think it's because of their modern gastropub food? Probably. Do you think it's because of their 300 bottle beer selection? Are they rarely seen in Australia? They are. Oh, my God. Do you think it's because of their 22 taps? Dude, definitely. Do you think it's because of their pinball? I'll tip my trilby to that. Dutch Trading Co. 243 Albany Highway, Victoria Park. See you there. Uh-huh. Uh, I did mention Gab's earlier, which is informally the closing, the major closing event for for um, Good Beer Week. Look, it's also one of the most exciting parts as well. If you're a beer nerd, Gab's is fucking basically heaven. Heaven. There's a motherfucking Ferris wheel inside the building. Which is just mm. sick. Uh, and Little Creatures, I think it was Little Creatures have all the live performers going around. Uh, that was fucking really cool last year. Like an oompa band running yeah. around. They got on the Ferris wheel when I was there a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Including the drummer and the tubist. <laughs> um, oh, I thought you said Oompa Loompas got on the Ferris wheel. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? They're oh. not called Oompa Loompas. They're I, little people. I mean, they should be an Oompa Loompa band. That would be fucking sick. An but... Oompa Loompa Oompa band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but anyway, the main reason for Gabs is go- is all the beers. So for anyone who doesn't know what Gabs is about, uh, it's basically where all the breweries in, well, not just Australia, uh, get a chance to... Um, Get a beer into the festival. They pretty has much to be... just jump up and down and put a pastry hat on and go, Woo. Yeah, which is fucking sick. It but I mean, sick. the main criteria is these beer can't have been released before. So you go to Gab's and you get a chance to try how many unreleased beers? hundred and... 170. That's fucking really cool. As there, a beer nerd, that's fantastic. There are three containers. So three fucking containers with uh, 60 taps. So we're just going to nerd out a little bit and give you some of our favourites. We've all taken a keg tainer. I've taken keg tainer A. 
uh, and some of my picks are the Bridge Road Brewers Racer Red Bull IPA. Oh. Look, man, I don't know how this is going to taste, but this is, I think, this embodies a fucking Gab's beer for just being completely crazy. Uh, they've made an IPA and added an addition of half a pallet of imported Thai Red Bull. Is that Kratendang? The is that the, what it's the called? Real syrupy oh yeah, shit. yeah. It's, 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 it's the good it's shit. It's the band stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they've done that. So if I'm feeling a little bit sleepy, that's what I'm going to drink. I think I'm going to start on that. Yeah. Same. Uh, Just uh, get a full glass of it. <sighs> And just everyone has these massive adrenaline dumps and then it's just asleep <laughs> on the floor by like two o'clock. Hey, that's a good day. Uh, look, Alibi Brewing Company, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Uh, an American stout with Muscovado sugar oranges, sugar orange reduction uh, and bourbon barrel aged. Uh, <laughs> Why the fuck am I not surprised you picked this? <laughs> <laughs> this beer does speak to me on many levels. Um, it's an old fashioned in beer form, basically. Uh, yeah, that All sounds fucking sick. Is maple, maple yeah. Or, and another 5 or 6% would have been good. It clocks in at 6.2%. <laughs> uh, however, I feel like the flavour profile on that one is going to hold that up. Uh, Australian Beer Co., a three-year aged bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout, um, 11.5%, three, three years, years in barrel. Three yeah. years is uh, worldwide okay. the, the minimum standard for, for an alcohol to be called whiskey. I think it's two years. Two years in Australia. So gone, okay. Um, and three years in other regions of yeah. the world. So that's that's just insanity itself. Uh, look, Australian Homebrew of the Year. So Cheeky Monkey have brewed this beer for uh, Ben Tian. Sorry, I actually don't know how to pronounce your name. Uh, Let's he's all done take a turn. Turn. Tian. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, he's brewed a chocolate porter. Uh, he won the AABC comp. So that's that's pretty cool that Gabs includes that. Uh, this look. This is my favourite named beer of the competition. Dayton Brewery have released a Skittlebrow. Uh, for all you Simpsons fans out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So I do believe you've dreamed up such a concoction. <laughs> uh, and 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 look, Dan, being the absolute crazy bastard that he is, has done it. He's put Skittles into a New England IPA um, and a big wacky cherry. So that's going to be fucking sick. Uh, Quite Deeds have done a New England IPA. Um, with Sauv Blanc juice added mid-fermentation, uh, which I haven't really seen done in a New England Ooh. Oh, yet. Boy. Uh, not saying that it hasn't, but I haven't seen it, so I'm pretty excited to try that. Uh, coming out of WA, we've got two um, from Kegtainer A, Black Barinko with Bad Boy Bow Bow, uh, an 8.5% sweet stout that they've added some cinnamon and oats. Uh, I'm a big fan of normal Bow Bow, so I'm pretty fucking... And I was... Really big fan of the uh, OG Bow Bow or whatever that was called. It was OG. So I'm pretty excited to try an even bigger version. Uh, and then Cheeky Monkey have released a beer called Rye Beer. Nah. I really tried to break that up given what we had talked about earlier in the show. Yeah, IP. Um, look, it's a Kettle Sour Berlin Weiss where we added 400 kilos of black currants. Uh, I know Ross Turlick, our head brewer, uh, had a real hard time filtering out that many black currants and got I very stained pants. in the process. Who wears white pants? Ah, uh, yeah, that was a rookie move. White pants. <laughs> <laughs> so no. if you listen to this, Ross, come on, man. That's white the equivalent pants? of wearing white undies as a male. Mate, no, well, never. Ma well, maybe he did it just for the photo. Uh, either way. Well, you're ruining things for me. Dick loads of black currants. Tell me it was uh, staged. No, I don't, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. Uh, and that's Kegtainer A. Look, that's a pretty, pretty sweet lineup. So we, we've chosen uh, A each. Um, Kegtainer B, these are these are my picks. And I and I can't say that these are the ones you absolutely need to drink. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there that I could have mentioned, um, but there's 52 other beers. Um, number one, and it's not just because it was feral. I actually read the, the name first. Shooter McGavin's Breakfast IPA. So this is a New England IPA uh, that's had cereal put in there, including wheat bix, frosted flakes, Fruit Loops, All Brand, Nutrigrain, and Corn Flakes. Were uh, you as disappointed as I was when you realised that there wasn't pieces of shit added in? Because doesn't he eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I was actually out at Feral the day Will brewed that, and I know that mash got real stuck, and he was not happy. So. It'll taste even better. Well, I mean, have you ever had like cereal 
and left the bowl there for a day. I can only imagine Especially that that's what would pigs, happen. Especially weed pigs, man. <laughs> that shit's like cement. Blue, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the next one is from a New South Wales brewery, Frenchies Bistro and Brewery. Now, I've heard a little bit about Frenchies and they're doing some really cool stuff, not just uh, beer-wise, but also food-wise. Um, so their beer they're doing is, I think it's pronounced Yuscardi Beer de Garde, which is basically uh, a beer de garde. And that they then barrel-aged in cognac barrels. How French is that? Cognac Very. barrels. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm a massive fan of Armagnac, which is the single distillation of cognac, and amongst other shit. So I'm pretty pumped. I'm a bit of a bit of a booze nerd, and I'm pumped for that. Um, Garage Project. Oh my god, that's the funky shit. It's Garage Project. It's a New England IPA. They've added blood orange, mango, and grapefruit. So, you know, it's probably going to be really fucking good. Um, Green Beacon Parfait IPA with passion fruit and guava. Everybody love parfait. Um, It's vanilla and lactose, (laughs) guava and passion fruit. So, again, big, sweet, thick. It's going to be sick. Last Rites Brewing Company, Chomp Stout. Who doesn't love a chomp? I don't. Yeah, what? well, you're no. all weird. You don't like chomp? No. Like, man, they were like 40 cents. They, they were, were like, delicious. There's a reason Twix. they were 40 cents. No, they're not like a big Twix. They were. Twix is deliciously crumbly with a little bit of fucking smooth caramel, where chomp is you fucking take a bite and it's like chewing It's like chewing on glue. You're an idiot. No. You are, no, you are absolutely on your own on that one. It no made me way. want to go out and get some chomps. And then Brendan's eyes lit up. I was like, I'm going to go eat a chomp. He's like, you have them? Well, you also said, I'm going to eat a chomp right now. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, but anyway, that <laughs> sounds wicked. Uh, basically, it's a, it's a sweet stout that's uh, got chomps in him. So can't wait for that one. Batch 23 Banana Ice Cream IPA from Panhead. On nitro. On nitro. Uh, banana vanilla. Uh, basically served on nitro in an IPA. They say someone blitzed a banana split right in your glass. Uh, Nowhere Man Brewing Co. ripe for the picking. Now you might get from the uh, from the name. It's uh, it's a cherry ripe basically, to the cherry ripe beer. So um, double dipped cherry ripe. Uh, while the the with the it's on a base though of a Baltic porter, <laughs> um, man. Cherry You're ripe okay. Baltic Porter. I'm so keen for that. Yeah. Again, for you, probably about three or four percent too low. Uh yeah, but it's good because I can definitely get a full glass of that at Gabs. It's oh. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of which though, this next beer, if you do get a full glass, you probably need to dob in the person who poured it. I don't yeah, yeah I was gonna say I don't, I don't think, think they'll be doing that. Legally no. you probably couldn't even get a quarter of a glass. And uh, this thing is by Little Bang Brewing Co. Sasquoctopus. 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 Yeah, it's it's a cryptid. Um, so comes under its own category of specialty beer. It's twenty point two percent. It's basically a barley wine from their from their original Galactopus. Which was a fucking banging barley wine. Great barley wine. Then it was freeze distilled. And uh, which is basically the process of freezing your beer and then taking off the frozen stuff because alcohol doesn't freeze at, you know, low temperatures. So they've just condensed all the alcohol. And flavour. I like how, yeah, and flavour. And I like how they say smooth, fruity and rich. Man, if they've done a 20.2% beer that's smooth, uh, I'm pretty keen to try it. I can't wait. It's probably going to melt the thimble full of a cup <laughs> that it comes in. It's going to be fucking sick. <laughs> uh, Pesk, you've chosen Container C. I, I did choose Container C or was handballed Container C as I waited to get my neck cracked. So what we've got, uh, what I've come up with is uh, a little surprising because I wasn't expecting that we we're going to be having people from way, way across the pond in here. So... Sierra Nevada Brewing Co. are putting in a Gabs beer this year, which is their Bell Gin Triple. So it's a 10.7% gin barrel aged triple. So I don't know if there's any gin nuts out there, but this is speaking to me, and I reckon that that is going to be absolutely sensational. So it's golden, lively, and with wisps of peach and pear. This beer is delightfully complex and devilishly drinkable. Oh, mama. Oh, dear me. 
um, um, yeah, being over here in WA, we don't usually get a hell of a lot of Wayward Brewing Company beers over here. So I was lucky enough to grab one of their Lupulin IPAs sent over from a friend from Sydney not long back, and that was absolutely bang on. So I've gone and chosen their Tennessee Tonic. So that is a 6.5%... Um, what was it? Yeah, it's technically a 6.5% whiskey sour. So they've made a strong kettle sour beer, added ginger apple, and then aged it in Jack's barrels. So this thing should be absolutely delightful, man. Uh, moving on, uh, another brewery I haven't really heard of before, Yuli's Brews. So they've come out with the Eltham, a bourbon barrel-aged maple pecan brown ale. So I don't know about you guys, but that, you know, maple pecan brown bourbon, oh. Man, that's going straight on my full glass list. Oh, yeah. Mate, I know, it's going to be a nightmare of a day. <laughs> Especially if we're trying to do all these in one day. It's just going to it's going to send me to the shadow realm real quick. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Next up is Revel Brewing Co. out of Queensland and their Dark Nights Espresso Martini. So this bad boy is going to be sitting in at 8% made with locally roasted cold drip coffee and lactose to combine for a smooth espresso flavor. Sounds sick. So I don't know if... Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys had the La Seren uh, cold brew last year. It was one of my beers of the festival. That was absolutely sensational. Yeah. So it only sat in about 5.5% from memory, wasn't it? Uh, a little bit higher, but yeah. A little yeah. bit higher? Yeah. yeah. But it was just everything about that was just on point. Just the touch of acidity, the roast from the coffee. It was just, oh, it was absolutely incredible. So moving on from there, we're going into uh, big, dumb Nipa territory with Source Brewing Co.'s Trouble and Squeak. So it's their 9% New England IPA. Um, so pretty much after, after running through a heap of Gabs beers, if you're starting low you're going to need to be trying just bigger and bigger and bigger because your palate is going to be so crushed. So I'm pretty sure this might be one of the only things we'll be able to taste after the first five beers, I guess. So this thing is their bulked up version of their New England IPA, crammed with hops, oat, wheat, more hops and mangoes. So that sounds sensational. Oh, man, I love mango in beer. I don't see it too often, generally in like a goza, but it's so thick. Yep, and moving on, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> We're going, we're going to friends of our stomping ground brewing company with their orange mocha frappuccino. You didn't say it right. Say it right. Say it right. Orange mocha frappuccino. Uh, close. Orange, orange mocha, mocha frappuccino. frappuccino. No. Yeah, it's how it's done. That's exactly how it, it's it done. It is how it's done. But if I did that, I'm pretty sure I'd collapse in pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are looking pretty stiff. Oh man, trying not to like audibly groan on air is really tough at the moment. <laughs> So this is made with Australian navel orange juice rind, chocolate nibs and proud Mary coffee. This one's sure to wake you up before you go-go. Probably a more appropriate beer to start on than some of the other ones we picked. It's got that coffee. It's only 5%. It's We're not really about being, you know, responsible though, so... Not at all. Uh, so finishing off, we, we had to pick a cider. Well, there's 17 cider taps this year. Um, you may have noticed I said 170 taps and there's 60 taps on every container, which means it's 180. So they fell for a little bit shy, but this is the most ciders they've ever had on tap. Cool beans. <laughs> so this is the McCashensbury Rochdale Mojito Cider. So who doesn't like a good mojito? Probably not me because I'm there to drink beer, but the team have infused crisp apple cider with crushed mint and lime juice. It was then aged in rum barrels for that classic mojito mix. I'm, I'm actually going to try that. I'm going to try that. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to try that. And like, I don't want to sound rude, but waste that 4% of alcohol on me then rather than just go up to the Aber Award winner's spot and crush big dumb barley ones. Well, that's fair because you've only got so many beer calories you can intake. Exactly. Like, not that it's about the calories. After after going to Great American Beer Festival, the one thing I can tell people is if you have something and you don't like it, do not be afraid to tip it out because ultimately you can only have so much during the day and you don't want to waste, you don't want to drink something that you really don't like. Be honest about it. Say, look, this isn't really my jam and then move on to something else. We are doing Hair of the Dog then doing back-to-back -back Friday sessions. So if you are around, come over, give us some crispy high fives. Um, don't talk to us though. Just give us high fives and fuck off. Um, Whoa! Well, that's how we like it. Oh, because we are going to be in no state <laughs> to <laughs> talk 
at all. You guys are pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably going to be the opposite. We're going to be hanging off people trying to talk to them and they're going to be like, "Uh, can you not? Yeah. And all three of us at once talking. No, it'll just be you talking over everyone while we're like, oh, (laughs) fuck, again. Someone roofie roofie this man. Yeah, all three of us. Uh, all three of your personalities talking over each other at the same time. <laughs> and it's then I'll lose my train of thought halfway through and then uh, I'll just walk off. But you, you make a good point. Don't uh, don't overdo it too yeah. quick. And uh, have a big meal. There's lots of food vendors there, some really oh, good food. There, there was not only, you know, are you able to do flights of beer, but there was also cheese flights that you could get last year. Oh. So like a, uh, a little like cheese and prosciutto flight. And that looked absolutely sensational. So fingers crossed they've got that back there again this year. Because did you do that? No. Food, no. I I had a liquid lunch, uh, which That's is fair. probably why I ended up the way I did on the way home on the plane. <laughs> oh, I was a crippled mess. Uh, but it is a it is a marathon, not a sprint for this particular. Exactly. Well, especially for us, we've got two back to back sessions. Look, lots of water, lots of food, and as I said, if you don't want to drink something, don't be afraid to say you don't like it, and just. Pass it to the side. Now, it's not only about, obviously, the, the Gabs beers, so the previously unreleased beers and where brewers try to go big or go home and try and do some really un previously untrod um, stuff. You stuff. okay there? <laughs> <laughs> Just had a Another. <laughs> yep. Um, but there's also lots of vendors there who do, like, uh, new trends in beer, um, new services happening in beer. There was a guy doing um, Hops to Home there a couple of years ago. Um, and also you've got loads of breweries that you probably wouldn't have seen before mm. and you can go to their full stands and try, um, you know, a portion of their core range. Exactly. Yeah. You get to chat to the people who make the beer potentially if they're there about what they've done, why they've done it. If you're a home brewer, you can maybe potentially grab some tips if they've got time. Um, plus also not only just the breweries, but the distributors as well. So yeah. if you do get the chance, I'm not sure if they're going to be uh, setting up a shop again this year, but Heron Tower... They had on two-year-old Boone Lambic last year. They had Rod- um, was it Rodenback Grand Crew on tap. Like it was just amazing. So always make sure if you do see the Heron stall to stop by and crack on some amazing sours. Consider it done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but whatever you do, make sure you enjoy yourself a good beer week. Make sure you do get to Gabs because it's going to be an epic event. And make sure you pack Hydrolite. And oh. have the number for Lifeline on, on go because and you're going to be that hungover. Drink water. Yeah. Drink water. Drink water. Yep. Make sure you're drinking at least two litres of water and know that you've already had it. So then you, you, you're good because... See, I like to do the beer water, beer water for as long as you can keep it up. I have a nano bladder as it is. If I have beer water, beer water... <laughs> yeah, you definitely... Every five minutes. Yeah. Every five minutes. Um, I think we're at the point of the episode where we can... Uh, Announce something pretty pretty sick. Look, let's announce uh, the winner of our second awesome competition. Uh, this is the biggest competition we've ever had on the show. Matt's fucking cool. So we've teamed up with Dutch Trading Co. Who have come on board to be one of our epic sponsors. Thank you. Thanks, Joel. Seriously, thank you. Don't leave us. Uh, and everybody else should thank them as well and tell them how much you appreciate them supporting us so that we can keep this coming out for free. Absolutely. Uh, so we've teamed up with them to give away a double Dutch rudder. This thing's fucking massive. It's uh, sample sizes of 18 taps of beer. Times by two. Times by two. So you and a mate or just you. If you want. If you wanted to drink a shitload of beer. Look, I don't mind drinking by myself, but I think ordering a Dutch double rudder by myself would be pretty sad. Well, or cool. Yeah, I was going to say, depending if they've just got BDBs, then it's just all <laughs> yours. <laughs> uh, and in addition to that is a $120 bar tab. So altogether, the value is $250 um, from the guys at DTC. Huge, huge... Um... <laughs> Look, the cool thing about the $120 oh, wow. bar tab, by the way, is that it equals 10 jugs of their new table beer. So... DTC have teamed up with Indian Ocean Brewing to bring you a low-strength but full-flavoured Saison-esque beer. 
Um, you know, it's got aromas of lychee and pineapple, some Brett Funk, just something really crushable while being a very low alcohol percentage. I was there on the weekend for a mate of mine. Um, he was there for some drinks. He's heading off, getting his head bashed in at some shit. Um, <laughs> I won't go any further into that. But Table Beer was drinking unbelievably well. It was so good. I bought a jug. We, we had a couple of them for the table and it meant that we could still um, still enjoy ourselves uh, across the afternoon and not get too carried away. Yeah, which is exciting because for a long time, mid-strength beers were absolute dog shit. And I think WA is doing some of the best mid-strengths in the business now. So, And DTC and Indian Ocean uh, have just taken it to another level. Pulled so. out a cracker. Absolute cracker. Anyway, without further ado... The winner is our mate Stephen Blaine. Oh, are you fucking kidding me, Blaney? We yeah, almost had to uh, redo the competition. We had reservations about giving you it. Um, our friends over at the Good Beer Project, obviously, Blaney is one of the co-hosts. Uh, but a competition's a competition. You won. You won, fair and square. So that's fucking sick. Uh, we've got a video like last time, guys. We'll put that up after the podcast comes out so you can all see it. Uh, but that's cool, man. Congratulations. Hopefully you shout us a jug, jug or, or two. two. <laughs> this does not sound dodgy at all. Uh, I've got to say, sorry, guys. I've been so distracted and losing my train of thought. I've been watching Lesky's across from me and uh, he's... We should emphasise how much fucking pain he's, he's in. in a lot of pain. Uh, yeah. And so he catches my eye a lot. I just can't, I can't look at you. I've got to sit and look directly <laughs> out the window. And, and every and time I move over, it's fucking pure agony. And we're not doing this in our normal spot. So we're set up a little bit different. And you and I are right next to each other. Yeah. And it's even more awkward. So, oh, man. Uh, look, thanks for coming out, man. That's a fucking awesome effort to uh, come on the podcast, despite how you're feeling. Yeah, I'm going to go home and die real quietly. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to make it home even, but... Yeah. Mate, blind spot is not going to be getting checked, eh? <laughs> just going to be like, light's green, gun it. Yeah, I'm going to be driving like a soccer mum. It's going to be frightening. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Thanks so much, guys. No worries. If I don't make it home, it's been a pleasure. Everyone, thank you. <laughs> Later. I actually tagged Ricky Gervais in that because I was like, <clears throat> oh, I was like, man, it'd be great if you got a comment back saying, fuck you, stop tagging me. I'd be like, yes.